recorded live at 4 Z Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM. And broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. Welcome, friends of all designs, to Zed Games. I am your host, Paul, and joining me tonight is Toby. Hey! So tonight <sighs> is going to be a very uh, roguish night. We oh. are going to be talking about roguelikes. In specific, we will be reviewing mm-hmm. Returnal. Oh! The new one. The hot new PS5 game. That's, <sighs> that's right. Um... Nothing, yeah. nothing like some. It keeps reminding me of Cthulhu and therefore Lovecraftian horror, and that just makes me go all weak at the knees. It is a bit Lovecraftian. Oh. Yes, it's got a, got all sorts of things in it. Nothing uh, like a tentacle. Yes, and then we'll just be talking a little bit about roguelikes generally. And as a person who has made a choice to dislike roguelikes from my hell that was trying roguelikes, it's going to be fun. We'll see if we can convince you to to take the plunge. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Before all that, though, uh, mm-hmm. let's just jump straight into it with a little bit of news. This week in gaming news, Sony lawsuits and PlayStation 5 shortages. A group of gamers is gearing up to file a lawsuit against Sony this week, arguing that the company runs an unlawful monopoly that limits where players are able to purchase digital copies of PlayStation games to only Sony online stores. This group has said that Sony's monopoly on digital games means they're allowed to charge super competitive prices for digital PlayStation games that are significantly higher than their physical counterparts sold in a competitive retail market. This lawsuit is designed to hopefully encourage Sony to create a more consumer-friendly environment by suggesting a more competitive retail market that doesn't result in players paying up to 175% more for digital games. Sony are also expecting massive PlayStation 5 shortages that is predicted to last into 2022. Sony have been having some supply issues that don't have any end in sight. According to Sony's CFO, Hiroki Totoki said, if we secure a lot more devices and produce many more units, our supply won't be able to catch up with demand. Despite supply shortages, Sony has sold more than 7.8 million units since November last year. Similar to Sony, Microsoft's Xbox Series X and S are also struggling with supply constraints until after June 20th this year. Filmmaker claims Capcom took designs for Resident Evil Village. Filmmaker Richard Raphorst, who directed a horror film, Frankenstein's Army, in 2013, has shared online a comparison of images from his movie and Resident Evil Village's character designs. Many fans of the horror film continue to find similarities. Raphorst said, It's a crazy monster movie filled with my own creature designs, one of which has been used completely without authorization or credit in the newest Resident Evil game. For now, there doesn't appear to be any legal action from Raphorst, just that he wished that he'd been given credit. If you'd like to take a look at the images, head over to the Zed Games Facebook page for the link, at ZEDGamesAU. But I will give a spoiler warning. 
E3 2021 is coming up fast. Starting on June 12th and running for three days until the 15th, E3 Expo is only a month away. Coronavirus has had a massive impact on industry events. However, hopeful we are that they will return soon, we still have a way to go. And because of this, E3 2021 will be embracing all the virtual technology it can to bring us closer to the exhibitors this year. There are some big game announcements to come that are currently kept secret, as well as more sneak peeks into big releases, such as Halo Infinite, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, Starfield, Final Fantasy 16, a potentially new Sonic game, not to mention the anticipation for Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. If you'd like to get updates on what's happening, as well as where everything is going to be streamed, head over to the e3expo.com website to sign up. It's totally free. Game releases this week. On May 13th, Assassin's Creed Valhalla Wrath of the Druids comes out on all platforms. On May 14th, Famicom Detective Club comes to Nintendo Switch. Mass Effect Legendary Edition comes to PC, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Quantum Replica, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, Subnautica comes to the Nintendo Switch, and Subnautica Below Zero comes to PlayStation 4 and 5, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. On May 18th, Leisure Suit Larry, Wet Dreams Dry Twice on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. That's all this week in gaming news. Thank you for that, Easy. This is Zed Games. Ooh, sting there at the end. A little bit of extra music keeps me hey. happy. Mm-hmm. On yes. your toes. On your toes. On my toes. Get up. <laughs> Get up. Stand up. Now, um, yep. we we were saying during that, <laughs> uh, talking about the uh, well, no no suit happening. Just yeah. the director making comment about his designs being used in mm. uh, Resident Evil Eight, aka yeah. Resident Evil Village. Mm-hmm. Um, and normally when these things come up, I'm like, mm, yeah, you know what? People are way less original than they think they are. Yeah, no, I, like, I, I was in the same bracket. The, like all the people that claim that they wrote, um, I wrote Terminator. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's, I, yeah. The actual idea isn't that, it's the, it's the execution of it. Mm-hmm. And, like I think Cameron sued by like a dozen people claiming they wrote it. It's because, yeah, it's not... It's the execute how you do it. Yep. It's We're all got the same things. Mm-hmm. But then um, I, I saw the comparisons. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, and it's not like Frankenstein's Army is a nothing movie. It, mm-hmm. it, it was relatively notable in the, like the sort of cult um, horror scene. Which I am not a part of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it's one of those films that I had not watched but I knew of. Oh, okay. And I'm like, looking at it, like, mm-hmm. ah. There's, there's one, There's a, it's a creature that's like, part of the propeller of a of a prop plane <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah okay yeah. that's yeah. not that's not generic <laughs> oh that's, um, no but i mean what mm-hmm. is what is art but not something that's stolen from someone else and remixed in some way yeah but come on oh there, there are limits yeah, there are limits. <laughs> um one of my favorite terry gilliam quotes is uh mm-hmm. some people like to use the word homage when oh. really it's just stealing <laughs> But we steal from the best. C- copying, copying with style. <laughs> yes, yes. And I'm um, otherwise E3 coming up. Mm-hmm. I am getting very hyped because last year there was it was nothing much and yeah. it was COVID, so I couldn't mm-hmm. do my normal. Let's have parties. Everyone come over and let's watch the conferences together. Oh, oh, oh you do but, that? Oh yeah, oh. yeah. I, I I love it. Okay. I just sit around. Like I try to get people to watch them live with me, mm-hmm. but very few people want to get up at like two a.m. or four a.m. or whatever. Um, y- yeah, you'd be struggling. 
Yeah, uh, that's just a. Plus, you can't thing. order pizza at two a.m. Uh, cold pizza is the best pizza anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. But this year with the cut down E three, all it is is the conferences. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, it's on a weekend, which yeah. it doesn't line up with our weekend so much. But it mm. does line up starting on the Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so maybe I'll do some on the Sunday and some on the Tuesday. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how the times line up because I don't think the actual times of conferences have been announced yet. Oh. Um, it'll be interesting because I think back. Last time it was all official in the normal. Bethesda was going first, mm-hmm. but Bethesda is Microsoft now. Yeah. So will Microsoft take Bethesda's slot? Ooh. Will they go? We'll see. I mean, it doesn't matter. In the end of the day, just wait an extra day, and you've got everything anyway. Well, if if you can't have Discord, at least you can have the first yeah. slot. I like all my. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 that's all right. Yeah. I, I was so low key excited for Microsoft to buy Discord, and no one agreed with me. They're like, <laughs> yes, come well, on. At least PlayStation's bought them. No, no, no. They're just, they're just. Well, they oh, have yeah, a no, minor sorry. stake in them. Yes. They're, they're partnered with them. <laughs> yeah. Basically, Discord's uh, providing professional services to Sony. Mm-hmm. So, do not be surprised if you never see the word Discord on Sony. They just have some better, like, party and chat features. Oh, and in oh. the credits, it says provided by Discord. Discord. Mm-hmm. Might be running on their servers or something. So we don't every know. Time, every time, we'll it's, find every out. time it breaks down, they just go, oh, "It's not us. It's them." Yeah, it's them. <laughs> Blame them. We paid them. We paid them the money, yep. and that's what we want. Okay, that's all good. Um. This is Zed Games. I'm Paul. And Toby is with me. Hey! And right now, we're going to jump into a little game called Returnal. Exciting. (laughs) Okay. Returnal is the first major Sony release for the PS5 this year. And with it, developer Housemark have brought us something new. And like most new things, it's a combination of things we've already seen. Returnal represents the first AAA roguelike game a genre which up until now has been massively successful in the indie scene. If you're not aware of the term, let's break it down, and what we mean in this case at least. Returnal is a run-based game. Each time you die, the game resets. You return to the start and your progress is more or less reset. The world and the items within it are randomised and you set off on a brand new adventure. In this case, you play as a scout, Selene, who crash lands on an alien planet and after emerging from the wreckage begins to explore the strange landscape. One of the first things you discover is your own corpse. Considering this to be a somewhat unusual occurrence, this sets the tone for the strange action sci-fi horror hybrid you will spend the next 15, 30, 60 or more hours to beat. At the very core of this game, it's a third-person shooter. The developer Housemark are primarily known for arcade-inspired shooters with strong bullet hell influences, and that has now been translated to a third-person action game. Brightly coloured streams of projectiles in geometric patterns flow from enemies as you fight them, requiring constant movement and dodging. The game teaches you very early that the dodge move is completely invincible, which might seem generous until you're faced with giant walls of lasers where your only option is to dash directly into the fray. It's frantic and fast, and very satisfying. The enemies are monstrous horrors, often with wild flowing tentacles. They all have their own behaviours and attack patterns, which you will learn to master across your runs. The game seems to find a good pace of turning once challenging enemies into fodder as you learn more. Of course, bullet hell games are not normally third or first person. They typically utilise a top-down view so the player can properly track all the projectiles. To overcome this limitation in viewpoint, Returnal has a lot of small visual tricks to indicate incoming attacks, 
but also is one of the few times I've seen such a large spectacle game start with a recommendation to wear headphones. The game's audio is spectacular and extremely practical for tracking the movement of enemies around you. Music cues will clue you into the dangers, but the grunts and growls will let you pinpoint exactly where all the enemies are. As you explore the planet, called Atropos, incidentally, you will discover lots of items to help you on your quest. New weapons, chests with goodies, boosts to your stats, parasites that attach to you giving you new perks, permanent currencies that persist between runs and let you unlock new options, and so on. Additionally, all these items can come in malignant variants. This means that if you choose to pick one up, the there is a chance that you'll get a negative perk, which you'll, which you'll need to meet conditions to clear. For example, enemies may drop acid blood on death until you reach a certain number of kills. It's a risk-reward system that mixes up the gameplay and works very well. Even though the game begins each time you die, you don't start from scratch. Major equipment upgrades are permanent, and beating an area boss will grant you an item that gives you easy access to the next area. You may want to take some time in order to power up, but you can generally skip to the area you want to explore in a couple of minutes of play. Rarely did I have a run where I didn't discover something new, new equipment, weapons, perks, and story moments. Despite the action shooter core of the game, there is a big focus on story, which takes a few forms. The most basic being dialogue from your protagonist as she explores the world, otherwise you can find audio diaries left by yourself from other loops, and the biggest being some areas of the game which are purely story-based. The game will shift to first person, and exploration is more akin to a walking simulator as you discover story beats and scares. The game looks great, especially with, practical, with, with particle effects flying everywhere in combat. It's very readable during battle, and the world is very lush. Each generated area will branch in multiple directions, and you'll find many reasons to explore the side paths other than making a beeline for your objective. The map is pretty great, partly because it's basically a copy of the 3D map from Metroid Prime. <laughs> it marks all the important elements in an area and makes exploration a breeze. That's not the only Prime-inspired feature, though, as you'll also find yourself scanning the environment to identify elements and fill out a log. The game is hard, but... It's not impossibly so. While you should feel, well, you should feel confident with a third-person action shooter, if you're going to make any progress, it doesn't require pinpoint accuracy with aiming, rather focusing more on movement and when you use your weapons and items. What Housemark has achieved in game difficulty and balance reminds me of Hades. Most players should be able to work their way through. There are constant unlocks and meta-progression for both gameplay and story to keep you interested, and you'll naturally power up enough to find a path forward. For a casual player, it could be considered almost a linear game, the time-looping roguelike elements only really serving as story elements. For the more passionate roguelike fans, though, there's so much more meat to keep you playing after the credits roll, reaching the true ending, maxing out all your equipment and fighting even harder enemies with more extreme perks and malignancies. Also, there's a daily challenge that unlocks after you beat the first boss, which will have you competing with other players for a high score under preset conditions. The big problem with the game might stop some players, though. Each run can last a significant length of time, possible up to a couple of hours. The game offers no ability to save during a run. While you can suspend your PS5, you can't turn it off or play a different game without losing your run. Depending on your lifestyle, this may not matter, but it'll be a real showstopper for a lot of people. 
While Housemark are looking at addressing this issue, we do not currently have any idea of when it will be altered to allow save and quit option, or even if it will be. As a full-priced PS5 exclusive, $120 in Australia, <laughs> Returnal definitely has a lot of meat on its bones, and it's a very worthy addition to the roguelike genre. The saving issue will keep some people away, but it definitely has the classic feeling of just one more run after each death, because the game core, because the core gameplay can be just so much fun. So, mm-hmm. that's our general uh, Returnal. Ah, <laughs> Roundhog Day. Yeah, 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 a bit like that. <laughs> That's all I hate. Yeah, it's 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 really good. Also, because because the PS5 obviously has the fast loading of the mm-hmm. SSD in it. When you die, it basically does. It has a huge amount of variations of basically the intro movie again of you crashing on the ship and waking mm-hmm. up and everything, and that just loads in. You just straight into it. Yeah, blah 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 blah. blah. It's really slick. It's it's, it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's just a very cool thing. But yeah. Um, I have not finished Return. <laughs> It sounds um, like a game that's going to take a little bit, little bit of time to well, finish. Honestly, I mean, maybe I could just be a bit better, but a lot of people <laughs> are clearing it in around fifteen hours to get to uh, the credits, mm-hmm. and I am someone that will probably see the end of the game and say that's the end for me. Okay. Um, but as I say, if you are someone really into the genre, or you're a going completionist. to yeah, or a completionist. Like, you can keep playing this for a very long time mm. because it's. Um, I mean, maybe not quite as long as people that put hundreds of hundreds. I mean, sure you can. There's still yeah. it's still lots of replayability. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, to 100, percent um, I was seeing those numbers close to the 60 to 100 hour mark. Um, and then you can still keep playing because there's the daily challenges and mm-hmm. there's still just lots of stuff to do. Yep. Yeah. Oh man, like for me, that it's it, like I must admit, having skittles thrown at my face during while, while playing a game that I expect to see tentacles flying around. <laughs> I, there's, there's a bit of that. I do love the idea that the sound is a real is an integrated part of the game. Yeah, you can survive without it, mm-hmm. um, but it's. Yeah, I I was playing it just through the speakers and I did chuck mm-hmm. on some headphones and I didn't even use particularly good headphones. It does recommend using like three D facial headphones. Oh yeah, uh, where I think it will be even more impressive mm. um but yeah it, it, the amount you can track the things moving around you is quite phenomenal mm. and it's it is an important thing for the game as well because you can be swarmed in these areas okay yeah um yeah but it just remind like the the idea of it lasting an hour of a gameplay just makes me think of childhood games and playing super mario brothers and mm. just leaving the leaving the game leaving the console on and walking away and going oh god please don't let anybody Touch Please don't let anybody touch no this overnight. It. No one do it. And I think it, <laughs> it is a problem. Like, you know, you get your hardcore that go, if you don't have a few hours to put aside, why are you even playing a game? <laughs> well, even if you are, like, what if you're someone that plays multiplayer games with their friends and they send an invite, hey, come and join our game. Mm-hmm. You've got to decide between abandoning your run mm-hmm. or ignoring your friends. So I, I really hope they do um, fix that mm, up. Yeah, no, that sounds like it a is. real... If, if it were five to 20 minute runs, yep. sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Binding you still probably should have it, time. but it's more forget. But when you could have a two-hour run, yep. it's like, ah, I think we could probably do a little bit better than this. Mm, yeah. Well. You're listening to <laughs> Zed Games. I am Paul, and joining me is Toby, and uh, we're here to talk a little bit about roguelikes. Or roguelites. Or low-proof, yes. Two terms that I like to use interchangeably <laughs> to <laughs> annoy a certain sect of people that are very yeah. obsessed with the accuracy of these terms. <laughs> There's always somebody. Yeah. Um, so just as a very brief background, we're not. This mm-hmm. isn't a his, this isn't a history editorial thing or anything. So roguelikes are named because they are like the game Rogue, oh. which is an old game which is 
you start from the very beginning every time with nothing and mm-hmm. it's grid based which is very important if it's not grid based it can't be a roguelike apparently <laughs> and if you and it doesn't have any sort of persistent meta that you unlock other than your own knowledge about how the game works and such okay um, so... and that's what's changed as they become more popular because it's very rough to just say okay every time you start the game you're starting from scratch and it's random <laughs> but why play the this is my issue with <laughs> okay I, I okay I'm more than happy to start a new game yeah but why make a game smaller when you could just make it longer I mean some of them can get pretty long and I, stuff yeah but one two hours why not make a 60 hour game I instead mean, of just restarting it and just I okay so I get so, really frustrated at the at the at the issue of trying to create like I invested so much time and effort into this character and then I finished and now I've got to start again. Okay, so let's use Hades as an mm-hmm. example as a very, very popular recent game that won a bunch of Game of Years yes. awards last night. Wonderful game. The Haven't whole point it. of Hades uh, mm-hmm. from a gameplay perspective, yep. the broader things in the story-wise, is that what you choose, so you choose a weapon at the start of the mm-hmm. game and each of those weapons are so vastly different in how they operate. They're basically a different game each time. Okay. Then once you start the game, what you have access to and how to change that weapon in your playstyle is randomized. So even if you say there's a gun in Hades, mm. it's like you might get that and it just becomes, you just use as a mortar the whole game. Mm. Uh, and then you pick all your perks to try and pick that, the, to heighten that gameplay style. Mm-hmm. So every time you play it, you might play it as an entirely different thing. You might be a melee focused ca- character. You might be getting distance. You might have to be dodging a lot. You might be a tank. Mm. All these things are unknown. And so, uh, if you take a wilder game, like I used to be obsessed with The Binding of Isaac. Yep. That it's is... a very popular game. I mean, and especially at the beginning, you would yep. just pick up items that would just ruin you. Yeah. Like, oh, so in that game, your, your original pro- projectile is tears. You cry at everything. Yeah. Because what a, what a fun idea. Well, yeah. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> <you could just laughs> Nothing like being a child like, kicked into the basement. You could just get... Your tears are like half as powerful and they go half as far. You're like, I, wow. Yeah. That's not good but then you might also get a laser that kills even the game's end boss in two seconds yep. um and not you wouldn't just pick that up as an item but you might develop things together synergies between mm. items so it's about learning a system and learning all the possibilities of that system and then seeing how they all interrelate it's almost like like a genre i don't like but i'm going to make a comparison here to um to mobas where I the individual gameplay of a character in yeah, MOBA is not necessarily yeah. that interesting. Yep. But all the potentials of how they might interact and synergize, mm-hmm. that's what's interesting about it. Yep. So that's what Roguelike's real the, the real joy comes from. It's mm-hmm. not knowing where you're gonna go, getting dealt something, mm-hmm. and then how will you deal with it and how will you modify how you play mm-hmm. for it. And it's it's crossed all sorts of genres. Like, you know, originally yep. it's you saw your dungeon crawlers, but you know, card games have come up very big. Uh, in this episode we played music from Dicey Dungeons earlier. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a game about rolling dice yeah. and modifying those dice. And it's great. I it's really enjoy it. Yeah. I, Dicey Dungeons is one of my favorite one one of my ones that I've actually enjoyed watching other people yeah. play. I, yeah, I, I completely understand it. Still, the, the, <laughs> so, look, I, I, it's, it's kind of like playing hardcore for people mm. who've played a normal game and it's a hardcore, which is basically you play a game for a while, you die, that's it, start yeah. again. The permadeath mode on it. Yeah. I mean, permadeath kind of comes from roguelikes as well. <sighs> it's not always, but it kind of does. <laughs> um, but I the, think the sort of the big shift that's changed is this meta progression. Mm-hmm. So uh, Rogue Legacy, which is yep. a side-scrolling one where you're a knight, that was a big one where every time you die, you take some of the money back and it builds your castle and your castle gives you more options. And then the next person you play is mm. the heir of the person you played last time and they might have 
they might be colorblind, so the game's suddenly <laughs> black and white, or they uh, might have giantism, so they're a huge mm. character or anything. Like that. So you get a random perk, but also you have developed like you might have you you, you so get to unlock is... things that you actually get more powerful as you go along, so, and that's so where you, you you always put something back when you yeah like, you get to bring something back, and then. I think the big shift that's now happened with Hades mm. and Returnal is pushing that onto story as well. So mm. every time you die in Hades, you go back to your, your home base yep. and there's lots of characters and you talk to them mm -hmm. and characters, they develop. And not only that, but every time, sort of every time you go back as you're unlocking, they unlock new gameplay mechanics. And mm. that's also happening with, well, happen, depending on where you are in Returnal, happens with <laughs> Returnal. Spoilers. Where, yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, how much do I say? Um, where you know you come back and suddenly there's a there's a new thing has opened up and there's an explanation you find this new possibility and so it really is almost like it's a way of pacing out mechanics because mm -hmm. if they threw all these mechanics with you at once mm -hmm. i mean there's there's some stuff i found about about hades past where i am i'm like they didn't put that in the game too did they about about i don't know about the spoil one i think like about five hours so in the game they just add fishing to the game <laughs> it's like what and if they gave you all that stuff up front, it would be too much. Yeah. But it, so, it does, because it paces out and it has a progression of story and mm -hmm. gameplay, it is like Hades especially. Like, there's a cheat. In, well, it's not a cheat. It's in the menu. Mm -hmm. You can put on guard mode in Hades, mm -hmm. which means every time you die, it makes you 2% more resistant to damage, I think. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe a little bit more. Which means you just get stronger and stronger naturally as you die. Oh. So it means even the most casual player mm -hmm. will beat that game. Okay. Yeah. So is nice for people like myself who obviously yeah. are bad at them so it's not it, even it's being bad it's about <laughs> embracing them and playing with them it's it's getting that weak build and doing mm. okay and it's getting that super strong build and being being too confident and being hoisted by your own petard mm -hmm. yeah there's a real ebb and flow yeah it sounds like there's a, a a mix between the original hardcore rogue likes versus the rogue lights which are kind of like animal crossing with a, with, so, so keep you build, going, keep going. You get, a, you get a little bit of everything, and you build, build you build your little township. Yeah. But, every, but you, everything you do makes you a little bit stronger. Yeah, you're a little and, bit and better, you, and you get a little, a little bit, bit better, better each time. I mean, one of the games we were going to mention, and I'll mm -hmm. mention it now, uh, was locally produced game Hand of Fate and its sequel, Hand of Fate Two. Yeah. Uh, which uh, does the roguelike, uh, but it's uh, it's a series of encounters, mm -hmm. and it's all dealt by. Uh, uh, the, you're being dealt the hand of fate they're literally cards so it's mm -hmm. like okay so now you're going to have an encounter in uh, on a bridge and there's going to be three trolls and mm -hmm. this is it just deals out the cards and it's all randomized and with that you build a story mm -hmm. and if you kind of think about it that as like as a dm in a game oh yeah no i automatically went straight to oh that's that's yeah. like rolling it rolling it's, in a random encounter yeah. it's, it's it's not even it's like all of this stuff is like if you were just running the same campaign in D&D in D &D or something, mm. but each time you just roll with the punches and dealt out new possibilities to people, you could do the same story over and over again but. and just see where it goes. Yeah. Um, and that's... It's like it's kind of like pure gameplay and experimenting with the limits of it. Absolutely. And, and for a lazy DM like myself, it was something that I really <laughs> enjoyed doing. <laughs> uh, and we're getting close to wrapping up for the day. Uh, during the last bit there, we were talking about, uh, of course, the original uh, roguelike. Uh, which is Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. With uh, Punsutomi Phil. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you, uh, <laughs> you were saying we should uh, recommend <laughs> to everyone, uh, <laughs> if you don't want to play a roguelike, but you want to do the time loop thing to play Outer Wilds. Oh, God, yes. Which I, un I heartily agree with because it's one of my favorite games of all time. So I might not agree with your reasons, but I agree <laughs> with, your, with your sentiment. <laughs> Go play the Outer Wilds, everyone. What Absolutely. a game. Absolutely. Yeah. If you just want to take a break, <laughs> Go for Gold. 
Yes, exactly. Okay, well, that pretty much brings us up to the end of today's episode. Oh, time Aww. to say goodbye, Toby. Goodbye, Toby. Say goodbye. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening to Z Games. Uh, oh, no, I'm going to say, no, you can catch us on our Facebook, Z Games AU. Hola, love. Thanks for listening to Z Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at ZED Games AU. See, See you next time. time.